You know a lot of bad blood stems from insecurities. People will only hurt you due to their own insecure problems. People will probably talk about you, name call you, talk down on you due to their own lack of insecurity. When a person is insecure, they usually project that upon somebody else. Whenever somebody's projecting something negative towards you, a lot of times it's not personal. It's just the person that they're facing within. It's just coming out, which is hurting you because you don't really understand why it's coming out when you didn't do anything. That's why you should never get irritated with a best friend or anybody. Because a lot of times, if they're saying something negative, they're only just projecting their self-image. But I won't necessarily say you should hang with that person on a daily basis. If someone's projecting negativity all the time, I would suggest to stay away because subconsciously it's going to affect your mind. They say that you should never be too quick to feel, what's the word I'm trying to say, intimidated or offended. You should never be quick to get offended because people tend to not offend purposely. They just do it because they're constantly offending themselves. Or they're constantly getting offended in other ways. And it kind of becomes a defense mechanism to offend the next person to make themselves feel better at whatever hurt and pain that they didn't release. The only way they can release it is on somebody else. That's why I always project, I try to project self-love into the atmosphere because... When a person don't have love for themselves, it's very hard for them to have love for somebody else. You don't know really know what a person is facing when they go home at night. Some people go home at night alone or sad or crying. And when they wake up in the morning... They leave the house, but yet they're still sad, they're still alone, and they're still crying within. But they just don't know how they're affecting other people around them. They probably just need help. I get it. Like, I understand. I used to be so offensive by people. I used to get so offended. And it still occur. But I'm realizing that they are their own problem. If they can hurt me, imagine what hurt they could cause on somebody else. What hurt and pain is they causing on the next person? Some people can easily ignore the hurt and pain. Some people can easily just ignore rude comments. But not everyone. 
So I try my best not to get offended or remind myself not to get offended because getting offended only makes it worse. Because when you get offended, you tend to take it home. You tend to take that offense home and think about it, and it's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. But that old cliche is a lie when they said sticks and stones may break my bones so when when names will never hurt me. I always knew that it was a lie when I was a little girl because why does it hurt when I get my feelings hurt? Or when I get, if I if a rock gets thrown at me, a couple of days later it heals. The only thing left is a scratch. But if somebody was to hurt my feelings, why do I remember it a year or two years later? They do say mental pain is more dense than physical pain. So, therefore, some people can't help who they hurt. Some people don't know what they are saying. But me, I know the viable. I know the viable of words. I know that words is very important because out of the mouth speaks life. You can hurt somebody just by opening up your mouth and talking compared to a slap. I know how important words are. And she you and you should too. You should understand. I'm trying to help you to get you to understand how to not be offended by the mighty words of the tongue. Just know that for whoever is coming from, they may mean harm, but for most they don't. Because all they're doing is harming themselves. Because the scorn, the scorner will be scorned. The scorner will definitely be scorned. They say hurt people hurt people. But the truth is, people who hurt people get hurt the most. So thank you for listening. Have a good night. Self-doubt is the worst doubt because you're already setting yourself up to fail. Whenever you have plans in mind, never doubt yourself. Never doubt what you're capable of or what you can do or what you can create. It's always going to be on your back in the back of your mind to go for it with your goals. When you start to self-doubt yourself, that's when everything stops. The joy disappears. The happiness fades. Never self-doubt. Live in that moment. Live in that happiness moment. Wherever you're proud of, wherever you feel the most good at, live in that goodness. Never self-doubt your own inner feelings or happiness. Unless you have, like, second thoughts or if your intuition is telling you no, that's different. But if you have an idea 
and you just start to self-doubt yourself, telling yourself that you may not be good enough. Whenever you have to tell yourself something that's negative, that's always wrong. Self-doubt is the worst doubt. Then people start to ask for opinions of others. Whenever you ask somebody for your for their opinion about a situation that you have, a lot of times you already have the answer. A lot of times you already know what you want and know what you don't want. You just want to know from somebody else if you're crazy or not. <clears throat> Excuse me. You just want to know from somebody else if your ideas is even worthy. But whenever you got to ask somebody else, that's already self-doubt in yourself. Sure, it's, it's very good to seek wise counsel, but people got to remember it's only good to seek wise counsel. Never seek counsel from a fool. Never seek advice from a person that you seem like don't know any better. Always seek advice from somebody who either has more than you, spiritual, mentally, or, or in a physical form. Always speak life and always ask for advice from somebody who's living in the way that you want to live as far as Whatever whatever you have advice on, whatever you need advice on, whether, say, for example, if you need advice on certain areas of how to get your car fixed, of course you're not going to ask somebody who don't have a car. You may want to ask somebody who knows how to fix cars. That's the best person to ask, somebody who's already in that field. Maybe you have a question on how to color your hair. Of course, you'll want to ask somebody who's professional at highlights and hair coloring. That's what I mean by wise counsel. People who's already professionalizing or very affectionate at what they do. That's who you seek advice from. Self-doubt is the worst doubt. Who have you been doubting lately? Never allow a person to give you an excuse to why they don't want to be in a relationship with you. It's never a reason to why a person do not that don't want to be committed to you. If someone really wants you, they would go after it. If you really want something, you're going to get it. For an example, say if it's somebody that you're really interested in. The moment you find out that person feels the same way about you, all connections just start to take place. You know, you start to look at things differently. You start to feel happy and abundant in your love life. Compared to if you're interested in someone you find out they don't feel the same way, well, suddenly you just have to move on. So if a person ever gave you an excuse, they work too much, they have kids, even if they just got out of a relationship, I personally feel like they're all excuses. Because when a new lover comes inside your life, everything else just fades away. Past hurt relationships. Sometimes that stay in the back of your subconscious mind. But in the front of your mind, you're focusing on new adventures and new love and Everything else just fades away. I learned many excuses and how to pick up on 
whether if someone's interested or not. Being interested in someone and wanting to be in a relationship with someone is two different things, however. When you're interested, you're just interested at the moment. You're they're just there to entertain you or you're you just you're not as far as too pushy to jump into something, but you're open. But when you want to be in a relationship with somebody, nothing else matters. No one else matters sometimes. Ladies, if you're catching yourself wanting to be in a relationship with a man and it's been some time, whether it's been a few months, which is enough time for him to realize that you're worthy of being committed to, I'm not going to say move on. I'm going to just say don't put all your eggs in one basket. Because if that person feel the same way about you, all bets are off. Compared to if you're not really interested in somebody, you might just give them the runaround. Or you might just weigh out your pros and cons. But if you got to go deep within yourself to figure out if you really want somebody, 9 out of 10, you really don't. You're just trying to find reasons. Cause, because when you're 100% interested and when you're 100% wanting to be with that other person, nothing can really stop you. No mental mind game. Nothing. You know, it's not good for man to be alone. So, therefore, when you do find somebody else or when you do become found, it's no if ands, or buts. You know, I'm not saying you will want to jump into it and just get married. But, you know, 9 out of 10, you would want to be involved. So, you got to just look at it like, you know, from the other half. If a man has been with you for several months or even a year and he still have yet committed to you, you know, like I said, I'm not talking about marriage. I'm just talking about commitment, a relationship. If you don't want to be considered, you know, a couple with you, you got to think. You got to think, why not? You know, it's, it's no excuse. If a person is truly in love, like how they may say, if someone say they love you in that way, it should be no excuse. I don't care if that person even live with someone else. Like if that man was involved with another woman and they live with each other for the sake of the children, he's still going to be with you. <laughs> Believe it or not, no no child can really make a man stay home, unfortunately. But, you know... That's just how the story is written. Um, so, yes, fellas, um, ladies, if someone is giving you a hard time, if they contemplating, I mean, ladies is a little different, but not really, because if I'm really interested in a man, I'm not really going to play too many games. I'm not going to have him sit around and wait. Now, I'm not talking about sex. I will have a man wait for that until as long as I want. But when it comes down to a committed relationship, if that's what he want, 
I'm not really going to make him wait, even though you should never really rush into a committed relationship. But like I said, if both parties feel the same way about each other, excited to be with one another, happy, feel good, in love, you're going to want to make that thing happen, you know, like 15 minutes ago. I'm just saying, you get a chance to know each other later. <laughs> Do you agree? When you get them butterflies in your stomach, nothing else Nothing else just seemed to appear as magical as that moment. So don't let nobody play you out, okay? I know what it's like to get played, and I also know what it's like to play. And you want to know something for me, ladies and gentlemen? For me, I don't like to get played. And I also don't like to play. To me, playing with somebody's feelings and emotions and their integrity can only feel right at the moment. Sometimes it only feel right at the moment because you it's capable of getting whatever it is that you want at that moment, even if it's to some degree you're capable of getting some things. But then later, once you get it, I don't really feel the same. I don't. That's when the feelings kick in, like, wow. That's another human being. If I'm not interested, I need to just let that be known instead of just only interested for the at the for the money at the time or only interested for the gifts or for the time or for the attention. And then once it's all gone, once I get what I want, I actually feel bad about it. Some people don't feel bad about it. Some people feel good about it and don't have no feelings at all. But life as an empath, for me... I would actually feel bad knowing if I led someone on, knowing that I'm not really interested to that degree or some level, especially if you're not even, you know, getting that much out of it. It's just it's just not a good feeling to use and abuse anybody because I only remember how I felt when I was in their shoes, waiting for their call, wondering why they're not texting fast enough, thinking maybe they're in the shower and they just didn't get the text. But when the shoes is on my foot, I look directly at the phone and I keep doing whatever it is I'm doing and I simply just can give them an excuse to why I'm unbothered at the moment. Just give them a little excuse. I'm sleeping on them wide awake, you know. That doesn't feel good to me to do that. Because it only makes me think about the times when I have texted or the times, like I said, when I have called and no answer. And it reminds me that they really did see the phone. They just did not care at that moment. Whether it was busy with somebody else or just was not interested. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, just remember when the shoes is on the other foot and just remember how the shoes feel when you wear it. Be careful not to play anybody. And most importantly, try your best not to be played. Hey, it is Tasha Tosh. And what I notice is a lot of people want recognition. Or a lot of people feel as though they deserve recognition or they just need recognition in their life. 
And what I picked up on, unless you are a celebrity or something, you know, because everything they do is for recognition because they put themselves in the pool, in the forefront and public for the public eye to watch them and view they every asset and every move that they make in life or on camera. But regular everyday people, I feel like, why do we feel like we deserve recognition? I, I really realize that recognition comes from lack of confidence within yourself. If you want to be recognized by somebody all the time, or if you always want to be noticed, well, a lot of women do want attention. A lot of, a lot of us thrive off that. But there's a difference between positive attention and negative attention. You know what I mean? So therefore, what I'm saying is, when you if you're dealing with a, a issue right now and you feel like you want to be recognized for something, you need to start to recognize yourself. Recognize when you are doing good. Recognize when you are doing wrong. Recognize when you need to applaud yourself or even celebrate. The moment you start to recognize your own well-doings at first, other people will actually start to pick up on it and start to see it as well. But the only thing is, you got to recognize things for yourself first before anybody else pick up on anything else. Because if you don't recognize things with your own eyes about yourself, Somebody else might recognize something about you that may not even be that good. But if you recognize the first, it wouldn't even make a difference. So what I'm saying is recognize yourself when you look in the mirror. Recognize yourself when you just got your hair cut. Recognize yourself if you just got your nails done. Recognize the only the, the beauty that you have within you before you expect somebody else to recognize it. Now, can you recognize that?